Welcome to the His Plan for You podcast. Join Pastor Gio in a series of powerful messages that will encourage, uplift, and inspire. Discover God's perfect plan for your life today. Praise the Lord. Let's start with um, John 10, Juan Diaz. And usually, unless I'm not being specific, usually I read for the New King James, but I think this is just regular King James. Juan Diaz, Big John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we're going to chapter 10. And there we're going to go to verse 3, I believe. To him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. That's amazing. Number four. And when he brings out his own sheep. He goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. I believe I'm reading from the King James. I might not be. Let's go to John 10, 14. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I'm known by my own, what? Sheep. John 10, 16. And the other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. This is one, one way of knowing we're not a divided church, but we're limited by time and space and geographics and your body that needs to be fed three times a day and it needs to sleep. But if we could just have one big service, hey, we'll go to Jerusalem and have one big service and Jesus is going to be the shepherd. But in the meantime, until that happens... The church meets in different places. I have other people. They're not in this fall. Yes? Not just your church. Not just your geographical address. John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Let's go to John 8. A lot of times when we're reading the scriptures, it's not that we don't understand what he says. It's that we don't like it. Because if we actually do what he says there, it's kind of a lot. John 8, 43. Are you there? 43. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you're not able to listen to my word. 
You're not able. And then he goes on to call them sons of the devil. That doesn't apply to you. Why you do not understand my words? Why? He was like, why? Oh, you don't know why? Let me tell you why. You're son of the devil. And they were like, what? We're the people from the temple. We know God. We got all puffed. Matthew 17. This is what happens. And this is what I strive every minute of every day. When I was not in a position of, of, of shepherd. I really thought my entire life would be just traveling, making a lot of money, helping pastors. You want to make a pastor happy? Making a fat check. Sit there and just smile. And he's like, and you mean I don't have to go in and ask God to heal your grandmother who is dying of cancer? Nope. And you mean you're not going to give me a hard time? You're just going to sit there and smile? Yep. Oh, wow. Won the lotto. <laughs> a lot of people come with a little agenda. Oh, you come to your church. If I don't heal, you're not from God. If I don't get healed. And a lot of people come here, they get healed. They know that this is from God. And they never come back. They just, quit. they just came to get their healing. Now, a lot of people all over the world is starting to notice, oh, when we give into the ministry, we prosper. Let me get close to you and make you fat checks. It makes me happy, but then it makes me concerned. Okay, I'm happy, but what is your deal? <laughs> What's your agenda? And sure, they start prospering. And now they have a better idea than God. And they step out of the covenant and God's plan. And they ruin their money and a whole bunch of people's money with them. I've seen it happen three or four times in the last five, six years. One time it was historic. We're talking millions and millions, multiply millions of dollars. And I was like, wow. Because this one person was helping the church too much. And somebody else came and like, look, you know, we're going to have our own foundation. They did, actually. spoke, and, and this person was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The devil's always going to come with something like that. The tithe is the Lord's. Come to the Alfoli and bring the whole tithe. Not a portion of the tithe. I don't tell you those things because, oh, we need, I have no needs. None. None. I have no needs. I'm smart. I listen to the Lord. I position myself in a, in a place that I can, okay, I can work this uh, here from the house from my phone and still be on top of things. And I can do, okay, and I can make all that. Okay, that's extra. Oh, okay, I can put that in the seat. Oh, great. There's a ministry that are doing a building. Mm, this is a good time to put seat because I'm not going to do this on my own strength. I need to figure out a way to have seats so I can put that seat where it belongs. But other than that, I have no needs whatsoever, zero. When my car doesn't want to start in the morning when I was in Coral Gables, that was the strategy guy gave me. I listened to that voice, and it was hard. It was expensive. I was like, I don't want to be in this apartment. But God told me, Coral Gables, two bedroom, two bath. I was like, well, that takes care of grandma trying to sleep in my house. But what else? <laughs> so expensive. <laughs> What is there anything else behind that plan, Lord? When they told me the rent, I was like, what? And some guy came and greased me $2,000. Leaving the church. Cash. And I thought it was a bunch of singles. I was like, man, this is, this, 
it's a flat envelope. Praise the Lord, man. Thank you. I guess we're going to lunch today because we already went to preparation, my wife and I, two years at the Healing Center. You either work or come here and work for free and learn how to do this for real. And it was tough. We sat down. We had the little cup they give you for the coffee, and we had a half a coffee and then a half a Sprite, and we shared one empanada. It was breakfast and lunch. For a long time. And boxes of clothes keep coming in, and I look like a million dollars. Why? Because I have no needs. None. And I am very, I identify with uh, Pastor Pablo from the Bible 100%. I have, me, I have slept in the best hotels in the world. I have literally slept in the best hotels. I have eaten the best food there is available to mankind. There's 17,000 restaurants in New York City. I work in the only three three three-star restaurants. Actually, I'm sorry. I work in one three-star restaurant. I work in three two-star restaurants in the city. Out of 15,000 restaurants, there's only three three three-star restaurants. At that time, there were like 17 two-star restaurants. And we don't count all the ones in zero stars because it's only the New York Times. And all these five stars that whoever AAA gives you, that's baloney. Somebody pays for that on the phone. The only thing it counts is the New York Times, and the maximum amount of things they give is four stars. I'm sorry, and I said three stars. I work in one of the four stars, and three of the three stars, and then all the two and one stars, it doesn't matter. Best food in the world. Got conversations with some of the best, amazing presidents and people. I, I finally found my, my, my drawing, and now I don't know where I put it. I think it's in this drawer. I finally found the drawing. Do you know who uh, Maestro Botero is? This guy that paints fat people. He makes fat sculptures of fat people. $50 million for a sculpture. $35 million for a sculpture. Google it. Botero. B-O-T-E-R-O. So he came to a restaurant. I was like, "Ah, I know you. I actually knew his son. since he was 19 years old. We got to talking. I was like, look, I want to buy you a little a cu- a cup of cognac. And I told my boss, and he's like, sure. Give me the good stuff. Two fingers of cognac, $350 each. It was his and his wife. $700 here. I love you, man. He grabbed his menu. He turned it around. <laughs> he signed it. Here, this is for you. He gave me $10,000 because he's nice. And I lost them. Actually, he made make me two. I found one. I have a Botero. I have a Regino Botero. Who gets to say that? Nobody gets to say that. It's here somewhere in this house. <laughs> Why? You're in the right place at the right time. What? I put with a lot of stuff. I'm recording in TV. I'm half put on with a lot of stuff to be there. Bullying as an adult. Victim of Bullying. And what I wanted to do to those people, I could uh, have the preparation. But you have to live outside your flesh if you want to hear the Spirit of God. You want to be outside your flesh if you want to be in the right place at the right time. Because for me to be in the two-bedroom, two-bath in Coral Gables, it took a lot of faith. A lot. And when the car didn't want to start, I just walked my children to school and they were happy. So that's what? Strategy. 
a strategy. What is God's strategy? You can hear God's strategy sometimes because you cannot hear his voice. Or when you are hearing his voice, and the moment you tell me, I don't know, I'm confused. You're not hearing God. God doesn't bring confusion. You don't like what he's saying. What he's saying is too much. What he's saying is beyond your ability, your capacity. But it is God. It's not that he's got, I'll go and submit to this guy, and you're like, what? Uh-uh. Okay, then do whatever you want. God doesn't press people into do anything. Years at that restaurant, and I had the most amazing experiences with people. I paid a price. The story is bigger than that. A lot bigger than that. So that's what John 8, 43. Why do you not understand what I say? Why are you acting like you don't understand? You're not sons of the devil. You're sons of God. Why don't you come and tell me? I don't know what you're saying. You know what you're saying. You know exactly what I'm saying. You don't like it. That's something else. That's not a problem. Oh, but I hear from God. I have a friend. <laughs> His argument was simple. I hear from God. We strive for you to hear from God. That's my goal. You have to have your own shoes, your own car, your own T-shirts. You hear me, Alexander? Your own T-shirts. After we run around the house looking for my shirts. And you have to have your own anointing. And you have to hear from God. Yes? So I'm not going to go and tell my son, here are the keys. Go and pick up grandma. I'll probably never see him or grandma again. Not a bad idea. But hey, I don't want that for my son. <laughs> Grandma's up here. Grandma's like, I'm going to get you later. <laughs> she does. Don't worry. She, she bites. <laughs> she bites hard, too. <laughs> but the bottom line is, sometimes, sometimes you come and tell me these things. You're going to sell a house. You're going to buy a house. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're gonna... And I go, whoa, 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 Kimosabi. Give me the keys. Let's talk about this. Who are you listening to? What is this you're coming with this? No, I was thinking. First, there's your first mistake. You weren't praying. You were thinking. That little brain of yours. You didn't get a hernia. You sure? An aneurysm. There it goes. You were thinking a little too much? Tell me you were praying. Tell me you were interceding. I'm better, Pastor, I've been three weeks. Man, I haven't slept. The Spirit of God is all over me. I feel that I... You feel? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's go back and check that again. We don't feel. We know. All right, you go back into the whole three weeks more and you come back. Yes, Pastor, I know about the Spirit of God. God spoke to my spirit. I know I have to sell the house. Okay, let's see how the Lord wants to do that. And when does he want to do that? It can be in five years from now. It is true. When God told us the first time we were moving to Miami, man, I can't ready to buy an apartment. Real estate was in the hole. I was like, man, I can buy me an apartment with $40,000. Praise the Lord. And I came shopping. I stayed in the Bobadilla's uh, apartment. I have pictures of all the five kids. They were little, tiny. And it felt like you're taking a shower with your socks off. Something is wrong. You have your socks on taking a shower. And you're like, something's off. So you can be right, and your spirit can be right, but you're in a rush. You don't want to find out what God's timing is. Now you got it. You take it from God's hands, and you go, I got it. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's his job. It's his plan. It's his church. It's his problem. Not yours. It's his problem. 
So, what I hear from God, and I'm looking at these people sometimes, big pampers full of pee-pee with a wooden, wooden sword. And I'm going, okay, yeah, I'm going to the ministry. He'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain. He'll be coming around the mountain. They come all black eye, one arm. I, I did what God told me to do. No, Warren, you did not. You heard God, and then you did whatever you wanted to do. No, but I hear from God. All right, let's qualify that. Let's go to Matthew 17, 5. Mateo 17, 5. You there? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to tell you right now. Yes. Oh, you read it already. Uh-huh, I can see you smiling. Mateo 17, 5. Matthew 17, 5. New King James. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear me. Is that what he says? Hear him. God came on a cloud to tell you. Hear him? Wow. No wonder you're always taking showers with your socks on. He was still speaking when behold a broad cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. This is another translation. And I'm delicate when we do this. There's one reason and one reason only why you're an overseer. Because you're overseen. Why? Because you're not there. What you see is not enough. What I see is a little more. I'm overseen. That's why I'm the overseer. Yeah, you hear from God. Yeah, okay. In your name, we cast out demons. Yeah. In your name, we told the sick to recover. And yeah. And then he comes and tells you, I don't know you. Who are you again? Is that Hudley with an H or without an H? Ah, I'm powerful. Yeah. No problem. Can you follow simple instructions? Oh, no, 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 no. I hear him. You do? Let's see how well you Why is God telling them to hear him? Why didn't he just go straight to hear me? I'm God. Let's cut the middleman. Middleman makes all the money anyway. Let's cut him off. Huh? That's the way he established it. We're an army. We're a family. And it's definitely a business. In order for you to open the Torah legally, you have to have 10 males. In order for you to have a legal church in the United States, 10 families, an average of 10 families. Because they figure, if they tithe, this dude is going to eat as good as these other nine people. Legally, they just ask for 20 people. We have more than 20 people here in an average. without usually like teens. <laughs> Where does money come from? I have girls sending checks. 
And I remember five years ago, it was time to make your letters for the year. And it was like, man, I'm going to sleep for three days. I was done in one day. Just a few letters today. What happens? This is the smart people. This is the smart people that catch up and they say, whoa, I'm giving money to this guy and I'm multiplying like crazy. And I start realizing. I have a woman that started giving $40. I got her on the verge of losing two $2 million homes. I mean, ruined. And she, she noticed fast. The more I give to this guy, the more I'm making. Before she went and do whatever she went and do, she was writing me a $4,000 check every month. She saved both her homes. Well, one, she, she stood out of order before she did that because that has a sad story too. And it's not the money. It's her heart. It's your heart. You know, if you're volunteering time, then you're going to sow volunteering time. You're not going to get cash back. You get time. As long as you have all this time in your hands, you're going like, wow, praise the Lord. You don't know why. You're working three jobs and you're like, they still have time? Yeah, you're sowing time. And, and time multiplies. It's like, man, I just got to stay home and chill. Enjoy my life. Why? You're multiplying your time because you're sowing your time. You're doing it God's way. God has an order for things. If you do things with the wrong heart, ask my son what happens when he does things with the wrong heart or wrong here. That's what he does. He's in me getting on him. I don't let you see those things. Why? Whenever I die, he keeps everything. Of course, I don't have to be on his, on his case. He already is anointed. So, as you grow in your walk with the Lord, there comes a point when they go, okay, apparently you don't need an overseer anymore. Now you have to be working directly for the Lord. You're still going to come to Jerusalem at least once a year and get your behind kicked by somebody that is more powerful than you. I do that in purpose. I go and see men. The moment I walk in there, they pass this kind of vroom, vroom. Sit there. This is what's going on. Bam, 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 bam. You're going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're smart, if you're stupid, you start defending yourself. No, but you don't know. I hear from God. You mean to tell me you flew 10,000 miles to see this guy that you know is spiritually stronger? And they don't have to be better than you. They just know God more than you do. They've been around longer. Sometimes you even know God better than they do. But they've been around longer. I see this. I, I, I already saw this case. 15 years ago, 1995. It was a Monday. You're like, why the heck you do that? I was having a tuna sandwich. <laughs> they saw it already. What are the news? Why are you so freaked out about the news? It's the same thing that happened yesterday. It's just happening to somebody else today. Did you just want to be sure it doesn't happen to you? Oh, a bomb went off in Iran. Oh, great. It didn't happen here, so I don't care. Praise the Lord. Seriously? At some point, it's going to come and catch up here. It's just a matter of time. So you should care. You should pray about all these things. So yes, you understand exactly what I'm saying. You don't like it. Fine, no problem. It's a free country. Discipline is supposed to create a, rela- a, a, a reaction and it's not joy. The Bible says it very clearly. It's not definitely joy. And yes, you see. Yeah, but I'm the overseer. Oh, you're not Jesus. No, I'm not. He lives inside of me. Him and I are one. Trust me, I can see a lot. Everything that has to do with whatever has to do with this church, even deeper. 
Do I want to? Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to. But I, I see it. Simple. For me, it's simple. It's easy. Boom. Oh, okay. Is it good or bad? God needs that to protect who? The sheep. The sheep. Everything we do, especially now that we're still smaller in numbers, so I can still pick up your phone calls and talk to you, and it's not like the secretary or my secretary or anything like that, which gets to that point. There's nothing you can do about that. He told the 5,000. He invited the 5,000. He chose the 12, and the next day say, if you want to follow us, pick up your cross and follow me. And nobody follow. They're like, oh, whatever, man. So I come here to this little cave with my 12. All right. It's like this. <laughs> the 12 are going, this guy's crazy. <laughs> it is like that. That's how it works. So he is the overseer, and God invented this thing that way. Let's go to Acts. Acts 3. Mateo, Marcos, Lucas, Juan, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Book of Acts. Los Hechos de los Apóstoles. Hechos 3. Listen to your prophets that you may prosper. Remember that? Oh, but that's Old Testament. Ah, really? Okay. Acts 3. 23, and it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. It's talking about whoever, it's talking about the word of God in your life. Who's the first prophet in your life? The word of God. It should be. Who's the second prophet in your life? Your spirit man. Has to agree. Who's the third prophet in your life? The, the man of God in your life. Your pastor. You're always here. So if you couldn't listen to God, if you couldn't listen to the word, you, at some point you're going to hear. Somebody got sent by God. With your pastor or some old lady got off a bus and told you something. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're that dumb. You're seriously that thick. You have to go and scramble some old lady because you don't want to read the Bible. So to your pastor. Seriously, that is, that is like the way it is. But if you don't listen to any of this, no worries, you're going to get destroyed anyway. So stop fighting the system. It's like this. There's just one system. There's just one plan. His plan. Amen? Thank you for listening to the His Plan for You podcast. We believe that your tithes belong to your local church. However, your partnership and love offerings will empower us to continue bringing the message of His perfect plan for you to the world. For more information, please visit wghm.org.